Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Thursday Thoughts. I hope this podcast finds you well, and I hope you are all having a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and I just pray that all things are going well. Thank you guys for tuning back in to another episode at the beginning of a new season of Thursday Thoughts. I know there was a bit of a gap between our last episode and this one, but uh, this summer was quite busy <laughs> preparing for a wedding and getting married and all that all that good stuff along with summer youth ministry. You know, things get crazy, but I'm glad to find the time and the motivation to get back started with this. This is something that I really enjoy doing, and I pray that it's something that you guys can enjoy and get something out of as well. So today, I want us to begin this new season of Thursday Thoughts thinking about Christianity and culture. Christianity and culture. I think we we hear a lot about culture today, right? Whether it's pop culture the media, or maybe whatever our individual ideas are on what culture should be. But we there's, there's a good bit of talk about culture in this day and age. And then as Christians, obviously we talk a lot about Christianity, but how much do we talk about our Christian culture or our idea of what culture should be? Um, and so that's kind of the the basis, uh, kind of some of the thoughts that will be guiding this podcast this season, but the main idea of this season, we're going to be talking about church and culture, and today's episode, we're going to get into a lot of subtopics with this, a lot of topics that diverge from this, like culture in our schools, culture in our homes, culture in our churches, as well as just culture in the world and how we as Christians, what's supposed to be our attitude toward it, what's supposed to be our mindset toward it. Um, so many, so many rabbit holes that we're going to dive off into in this, in this new season of Thursday Thoughts. But today's episode, I want it to just be a simple introduction into what this season is going to be about. So mostly in today's episode, we're going to talk about some some terms and the definitions of some of these terms that we're going to be talking about, and things such as that. So. With all that being said, let us get started. So what is culture? I believe most people would say culture is the it's the social institutions and the customs of a group of people. Basically, culture is whatever people make it to be. Uh, in, in that sense, you know, culture is like, the customs and the habits and the trends of what a group of people want it to be. So what is the world's culture today? I think how people answer this is often the problem uh, when it comes to how we identify culture. As Christians, we like to say that the world's culture is uh, is this right here or it's that. Um, you know, that culture is one set thing. But however, in reality, culture is different among the different groups of people in the world. Culture is different from one neighborhood to the next when you think about it. Yes, there are some main overarching cultural things that apply everywhere, or at least, you know, for us people in the United States, you know, there's Western culture that kind of applies everywhere. Yet, I've learned, you know, since I moved out to San Diego, 
that Alabama culture is a lot different than San Diego culture. But I don't think I really needed to move out here to understand that. But my point is, is that culture is a bit different everywhere you go. I believe this is something vitally important to keep in mind as we move forward in this season of our podcast. Because in my, in my personal opinion, this is Joshua, not anything else. In my personal opinion, a, a person's individual culture and like their little mini world culture that they are a part of is determined by their worldview. So what is a worldview? Well, a worldview is a person's conception of the world or their philosophy of the world and how things work and why they work the way they do. And there are multiple different worldviews out there that you know influence people's culture and their view on life. However, in my opinion, I believe we can narrow it down to two main worldviews that have a ton of subcategories, like many worldviews that fall down in, in, from these. These main two, to me, are just kind of like, you're either this or that, and then there are some subcategories that fall under the two. So the first worldview that I'm going to mention, obviously, I guess me being a Christian, is the worldview of being a Christian. And this worldview entails seeing the world through the lenses of the Bible and believing that God created the world and is Lord of the world. And as we will discuss in some later podcasts, there is only one true biblical worldview. However, sometimes we as people do not necessarily follow exactly what that worldview is supposed to be. And then that creates cultural problems in our homes, in our churches, and in our communities, and in just in our lifestyles in general. So that's the first worldview, a Christian worldview. The second worldview, main worldview at least, is that of a non-Christian. This worldview is where the vast number of worldviews come from. You know, inside this main worldview are countless worldviews that vary from person to person. And I think the main thing about this worldview is these people don't believe in God and don't have any system of faith in their life. You know, some believe in another divine being. So so I guess let me rephrase. Some believe in maybe other divine beings um, and others maybe don't believe in anything and just live the way they want. But that's kind of what falls under that second category of people's worldviews who don't live under God and have a Christian worldview. But again, this is just Joshua's opinion. I'm not saying this is fact or anything, but this is just how I kind of view culture and worldviews. Inside this, like I said, inside this main idea of worldview are countless other worldviews. You know, all these different worldviews are what make up our culture today. That's the point here. All these different worldviews make up our culture, and that's why culture is so different and vast, and it's always changing, and it's always a little bit different because there's so many people who have different worldviews, and that influences our culture. And yes, sometimes, like I said, the main overarching worldviews or or things in our culture, um, those kind of are the same throughout, but my point is is that with all these different worldviews, we can't just say that culture is this way everywhere because that's not true. When I went to Africa on a mission trip, the culture in Zimbabwe is very much different than any type of culture in the United States of America. And so like I, so all these different places of the world, there's differences in culture, and that's because of different worldviews and obviously just different lifestyles in general. And so my argument here is that different worldviews shape what culture is and that worldviews always change, you know, at least that aren't rooted in God, which is why culture constantly changes. That is our very long introduction. 
on at least my personal viewpoints of culture and some of these terms that I'll use. And I'm not going to go into all what entails our modern culture because it will almost all be discussed in future episodes on this podcast. I just want everyone to get a working definition of culture and worldviews. That's the idea of this introduction. So why talk about this? Well, obviously, I have a Christian worldview because, you know, I was born and raised and I was raised up in church and I became a Christian because I believed in Jesus Christ and now I'm a youth minister. So, you know, that means I live my life by God's ordinances or God's commands, his creeds. We as Christians live in this world where there are several different cultures. And so many of them are against the commandments of God. And remember, this podcast is taking all these things from a Christian perspective. So, And the thing is, sadly, I see so many Christians participate in the cultural norms that are not in accordance with God's will. So the one main culture that will be frequently mentioned throughout this season of Thursday Thoughts is what we call mainstream culture or mainstream media. Mainstream culture is the widespread current thought, including all popular culture and media culture. Typically, uh, it's pushed by the mass media. Mainstream culture is held within a large amount of people residing in a society. The culture that seems the most common to those who live in a specific area. So that's what mainstream culture is, and that's the main culture that we'll be talking about in this podcast, because to us as Americans, we often call our mainstream culture Western culture. And this mainstream culture is honestly most of the time fueled by those who do not know God and do not respect Him. And that's why we're going to be mentioning this one a lot, because this is the type of culture that a lot of times we as Christians find ourselves at odds with. We're not necessarily okay with it. And so the question is, what do we do? And so that's why we're going to reference this one the most, because this culture is the one that we as Christians fight against. And I use the word fight because it is a fight. Sadly, churches allow this culture to slip into our congregations and into our lives, and it poisons it. Likewise, Christians allow this culture to slip into our homes and our lifestyles, and it brings destruction. But the thing is, we as Christians, you know, I use that word fight, but we as Christians should not fight in the way that the world does, or what that Western culture does, but fight in the way that God calls us to fight. We need to remember as Christians that we are soldiers on the front lines. However, we need to recognize the true enemy. Uh, Ephesians chapter 6, I'm going to read verses 10 through 12. It reads, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. From this passage, we see that Christians fight a battle. Christians fight a battle in a fallen world. Scripture often speaks of the world as being opposed to the things of God, as a result, opposed to believers. John 15, 19 reads, If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. However, because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of it, the world hates you. 
in a battle, it is essential to understand the calling and the mission and who the enemy is. For decades, the church has fought a culture war where we often made other people the enemy. But this core biblical text on engagement, and when I say engagement, like engagement in combat, engagement in battle, reminds us that our real battle is spiritual. It requires spiritual resources, and we are armed with those in response to the conflict. You know, in fact, the Greek word for battle uh, in verse 12, uh, sometimes called struggle, entails, and it kind of gives this idea of hand-to-hand combat, combat, and the context involves arrows being shot during the struggle, and it's a life-or-death fight. However, what's interesting in Ephesians 12, what it points out to is that people are not the enemy. People aren't the enemy. If anything, people are the goal. When Jesus sent forth his disciples with the Great Commission in Matthew 28, 18-20, he said, go into all the world and make disciples. He did not say, go into the church and make disciples, or withdraw from public space and culture and make disciples. He sent the church into the public space, armed for battle with spiritual resources that only God and the gospel provide through Christ. We are to seek to rescue people from the clutches of unseen enemies. And these people that we're talking about are the ones who walk according to the ways of this world, Ephesians Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2, a reality that should not surprise us. It is unrealistic to expect people who are not connected to God to live in ways that he directs. So the reality is, is that as Christians, we sometimes... Because of we sometimes make people who live in this worldly culture, the mainstream culture that we don't necessarily like all the time, we like to view them as the enemy. But in reality, they're not. They're the mission. They're the people we're sent here to help. They're the ones that, if we're truly going to be Christians that we say we are, we're supposed to reach out to them and help them see the good news, the gospel of Christ. So your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to rescue people out of the clutches of destructive spiritual forces, so sinister that people may not even realize that they are in any kind of danger. And this is an enormous part of the challenge. People are in extreme danger, yet they don't know it or see it. Understanding that our special forces operation involves the rescue of people in harm due to sinister forces they don't often recognize totally changes how we engage. It changes how we deal with people. If I see the person across from me not as an enemy, but as one who needs to be recovered, as lost and needing to be found, I will engage them differently. I won't be negative toward them or shut them off or turn them away, but I will treat them with love. And so this may not be mission impossible. This may not be mission impossible, and the tape may not self-destruct in five seconds. But this is the call of God, where we possess the resources to fight the battle. He describes in the way he prescribes. Those resources are contained in and deployed through the truth we live out day by day individually among our neighbors as the body of Christ before the world and as believers engaging the world in ways that are distinct from how the world engages. In the culture war approach, we have all too often grown misguided in the mission, making people the enemy. In that faulty execution of our assignment, we've not only failed to accomplish the call of making disciples, but we have actually damaged the church by robbing it 
of its good news. Our challenges to culture, which were intended to attract, have sometimes been expressed so hard and so heartlessly that the recipients have been repelled instead. And this is especially the case when we do battle in the same ways that the world battles, or when we neglect to live in contrast to the world. And so all this, I'm saying all this to remind us that as Christians, you know, in this battle against culture that we often claim, and is true, we are fighting a battle against the powers of this world, and the evil powers, right, the spiritual powers that we may not necessarily conceive, but the evil things at work. A lot, oftentimes we take the wrong approach to this battle as Christians. And we're going to talk a little bit about that in later podcasts too, about how we need to change our culture as Christians and we need to become more open and more receptive to people because all of us have sin and these people who are living in the culture, uh, in this mainstream culture that may not necessarily be good and it's not in accordance with God's will, we need to remember that they are the mission. They're what God is here for. God sent Jesus for all people in the world, not just the ones who go to church, but all people. Because have we all, not like sheep, went astray? We all have messed up. We've all been far away from God at times. No matter what your relationship is with God right now, no matter how good it may be, all of us have been in dark places. And the thing is, is we can't view these people who may not necessarily live in a very Christian way, and they may not be Christians at all, we can't look at them as the enemy because they're not. And so that the reason I want to introduce the podcast this way is because I just want us to take a different approach to how we view Christianity and culture. Yes, by no means am I saying that we should just allow culture into our lives and into our churches and into our homes and just let the mass media say whatever it wants. That's not what I'm saying and just, you know, believe whatever they say. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm saying is, is that we can't view these people who are pushing this, the, these agendas in the mass media and this mainstream culture, we can't view them as the enemy because they're not. They're people just like we are, and if anything, they're the mission. They're the ones God has us here, and our duty is to save. That's what we're supposed to do. So our mission, should we choose to accept it, as Mission Impossible says, is to try and help these people. Try and be there for these people and help share the good news with them. Show them how good God is. In future episodes, as I stated, we'll talk about more ideas of what all the specifics in what we're supposed to do in these different aspects of culture. But today, like I said, I just wanted this to be an introduction of what I mean by Christianity and culture and the direction in which this is going to go. The direction this is going to go is from a, a, uh, a an, uh, I can't say this, an evangelistic approach. Because as Christians, we need to remember that, yes, we need to have our own worldview and we need to remember that God is the one in control and not fall into the cultural norms that society believes are okay. But we need to remember that it is our mission to help these people who are stuck in their sin, these people who follow the ways of the world, as Ephesians 2.2 says. The thing is, it's that they just don't even realize that they're in danger, as I said earlier, and it's a reality that shouldn't surprise us because it's unrealistic to expect people who don't believe in something to just do what, do what 
those commandments are. They have to believe first. So our first job is to help people believe in Christ and then work on getting them to change. And so we'll talk about that a little bit more in future episodes. Um, I want to give credit to where credit is due. Um, A lot of the information from today's podcast episode that I read came from an article written by a guy named Daryl Bach. Uh, The article is called A Theology of Cultural Intelligence. And so I just want to give credit where credit's due. Um, But again, I want to thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Thursday Thoughts. And I pray that this can be encouraging for you and maybe get you to think a little bit about Christianity and culture. And remember that people are not the enemy. They're the mission. God bless. God bless.